Look deeper into what you think you see. Feel for what you think you hear. Break free from the chains of an illusion. The Realist Juggernaut. There's a powerful force in realism. The following video contains footage of loud sounds of trumpets coming from our skies from all around the world. Our podcast will continue following the video. The trumpet sounds are meant to punctuate the Great Tribulation period with ever more disastrous effects. Most of these trumpets and their effects reflect the worldwide consequences of a massive global war fought between the main military powers at the end. Now with that said, the first six trumpets were found to have prophetic reference to the terrible effects of nuclear warfare complete with a fiery holocaust that will destroy much of the works of mankind. We believe we're in those times. And just a little reminder, we are in a World War III. The idea, the idea that we're going to send in offensive equipment and have planes and tanks and trains uh, going in with American pilots and American crews, just understand, uh, don't kid yourself, no matter what you all say, that's called World War III. Tonight, investigators are trying to solve a bizarre mystery in Flagler County. Some strange noises heard around the world the last few weeks has uh, people buzzing, especially on YouTube. Clips posted from Arizona to England and right next door in Manitoba, all showing folks alarmed by what sounds like a noise straight out of a science fiction flick. Valley News Team Eric Curiosity videos of what appears to be the same strange noise popping up from all over the world online. And the CGBC's Leah Bolton explains it's not just videos from the other side of the globe, there is also one from right here in Dawson Creek. A sudden rise in YouTube videos from places all over the world has got people talking about the strange moaning noise that was supposedly in the sky between approximately Muitos moradores de Taubaté tomaram um susto hoje. Marcelo Espanha, boa noite para você. Conta melhor essa história para gente. Pois é, André. Infelizmente, eu não tenho essa resposta que todo mundo na cidade quer saber, né? O que há são muitos relatos de muitas pessoas que hoje de manhã houve um grande estrondo na cidade. Há relatos de pessoas dizendo que portas e janelas tremeram. Esse assunto ganhou as ruas, ganhou também a internet, só no nosso jornal eletrônico. Heard something new, and it was a little scary. That's a haunting sound, if we've ever heard one. And what could that possibly be? Somebody shut the door. La mayoría de ellos son naturales y pueden ser producidos por causas muy diversas. Tanto los volcanes como los terremotos llevan ruido asociado. A nivel meteorológico no puede tener ninguna relación. Podría ser algún algún sonido propio del interior de la tierra también, ¿por qué no? ¿Qué puede estar generando esto? Lo desconozco, no lo sé. Microsoft 
Віру, якому було зроблено загадковий відеозапис. Ось будинок за адресою княжий Затон 17. Ймовірно, саме з його верхніх поверхів і було зроблено
Hi, my name is John Neff, and I'm your host on The Realist Juggernaut Show. Check us out, www.therealistjuggernaut.com. That's www.therealistjuggernaut.com. From there, you can listen to our podcast, share our podcast. There are also other shows that you can listen to, like InfoWars with Alex Jones. Um, you can listen to Glenn Beck and the Glenn Beck program. Um, there's Wendy Bell. There's Dinesh D'Souza. There's Cigar Dave. Also, there's a bunch of other information on our webpage that you may find useful. And we try to keep the page updated as much as we possibly can. So please, check us out at www.therealistjuggernaut.com. That's www.therealistjuggernaut.com. The Realist Juggernaut. There's a powerful force in realism. Realism.
Did you guys hear that? trumpets to others a mariner's horn yeah. north battleford's mayor says he can't explain it what i was hearing was what i experienced as a possibly a scraping mike halstead was lying in bed when his phone rang calls and text messages came in from his friends saying they too had similar experiences that's when the goosebumps got me and i i kind of thought yeah, it's awfully strange. Hey, 93.3 The Rock. The next day, the local radio station The Rock got flooded with over 40 calls and Facebook messages, each person wanting to know what that sound was last night. I don't think I've ever had a response that big about something. And it's interesting, right? Human nature, people just want to know what the sounds are. It's now days later, and the city is still abuzz with talk about the sounds. Everybody with their own guess, estimation, or explanation as to where they came from. I've heard that Jesus is coming back. I've heard that it's 2012, the world is ending. Immediately after those horrible days end, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give light, the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers of heaven will be shaken. And then at last, the sign of the coming of the Son of Man will appear in the heavens, and there will be deep mourning among all the nations of the earth, they will see the Son of Man arrive on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send forth his angels with the sound of a mighty trumpet blast, with the sound of a mighty trumpet blast, with the sound of a mighty trumpet blast. And they will gather together his chosen ones from the farthest ends of the earth and heaven. No. 
My name is John Neff, and I'm your host on The Realist Juggernaut Show. Check us out, www.therealistjuggernaut.com. That's www.therealistjuggernaut.com. From there, you can listen to our podcast, share our podcast. There are also other shows that you can listen to, like InfoWars with Alex Jones. Um, you can listen to Glenn Beck and the Glenn Beck Program. Um, there's Wendy Bell. There's Dinesh D'Souza. There's Cigar Dave. Also, there's a bunch of other information on our webpage that you may find useful. And we try to keep the page updated as much as we possibly can. So please, check us out at www.therealistjuggernaut.com. That's www.therealistjuggernaut.com. The Realist Juggernaut. There's a powerful force in realism. Realism. I don't know whether I'm tripping out or I'm still like dreaming half asleep. This is a um, four thirty in the morning. It's loud enough to wake me up. Woke the neighbour up. Obviously, his lights on. vibration on the ground on that one it's, it's getting freaky now i don't know about anybody else but this noise it's happening like every 30 seconds 20 seconds of hearing it there outside up there There, do you hear that? What is that going on out there? So weird. There. Do you hear that? Whoa. It's like it's behind the house. 
Anybody tell me what that is because that is just creepy stuff. That sounds like it's above the clouds. Okay, so when I came up here to get the footage I was going to get today, I was encountered by a very weird sound. Um, there's a there's downtown, about six miles away, but I have no idea what the sound is. It sounds like it's coming out of the sky. It literally, I, I don't know where to point the camera because it's literally coming from the sky. Welcome to The Realist Juggernaut. I'm your host, John Neff. I'm your co-host, Tony John. Always remember, there's a powerful force in realism where being real is always important. There are too many fake people in this world, and they will lie to you. And I mean lie to you to get what they want. So be a juggernaut. So be a juggernaut. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Tony back. Finally back. Um, I'm, I'm glad to be back. Man. It's been a while, you know. I had to take a little break, a little mental thing, a little going through some stress. You know, I had to take care of this stuff with my life, and I feel a lot better from doing it. That's awesome to hear, Tony. Mm -hmm. um, 
we always want to make sure everybody's doing healthy and i always want to see that my friends are doing healthy as well so with that said we have a very very interesting show today and we are going to be talking about the end times we are going to be getting into genesis and the whole nine yards within these next few episodes um we have some very interesting views on what's actually going on in the world and what we are all going through nowadays so things are getting tough and things are getting rough as far as your money as far as world politics as far as everybody's thinking and how they treat each other and with that being said there are a lot of deaths as well so we decided to do a whole show on it and you know we have you know what these signs that indicate that the end times are approaching um there are answers to this and we are going to look for those answers together um i find things very interesting um as far as politics are making turns and how people are treating each other because of politics on top of that um there are more deaths there are more killings um and brutal deaths i should say um and and these are all indications our weather patterns are really screwy um you know so in in the bible it explains to us that these times will come and that we will experience birth pangs um with the earth and everything else and we will go through all these weird things in matthew 24 5 slash 8 jesus gives us some more important things for discerning the approach of the end times many will come and many claiming i am the christ and will deceive you many of you you will hear of wars and rumors of wars but see it to you that you are not alarmed such things must happen but the end is still to come nations will rise against nations and kingdoms will rise against kingdoms there will be famines and earthquakes in various places all these are the beginning of birth pains an increase in false messiahs which is already starting to happen an increase in warfare which is already happening an increases of famines and plagues and natural disasters which are all actually happening now all these are the beginning of birth pains an increase in false messiahs people are also saying that there are no messiahs in other words there are more atheists nowadays and that is also spoken of in the bible as well some interpreters point to every earthquake every political upheaval and every attack on israel as a sure sign that the end times are rapidly approaching but they're not while the events may signal the approach of the last days, they are not necessarily the indicators of the end times. Or the end times, maybe they haven't arrived, maybe they will. Maybe one day they will, who knows. But in my, from what I've read so far, these end times are here. The Apostle Paul warned that the last days would bring a marked increase in false teaching. The Spirit clearly says, that in later times some will abandon the faith and others will follow 
deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. 1 Timothy 4-1. The last days are described as perilous times because of the increasingly evil character of man and people who actively oppose the truth. What is going on at this time right now? People are doing such things. People are, they don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to know nothing about the truth. When you try to tell somebody the truth, they look at you as if you are crazy. Them are the facts. The last days are described as polarious times because of the increasingly evil character of man. This is very important. The increasingly character, the evil character of a man. You see that more and more every day in the news. People are killing each other. People will walk up to somebody and just shoot them in cold blood. You got wars that are being started over stupid things. The evil in man can't be any more clear than what it is now. Other possible signs of the end times would include a rebuilding of Jewish temple in Jerusalem, increased hostility towards Israel, and advances toward one world government. Where are we at now? Guess what? That prophecy has already happened. Donald Trump has made that possible. Um, the most prominent sign of the end times, however, is the nation of Israel itself. In 1948, Israel was recognized as a sovereign state, essentially for the first time since A.D. 70. God promised Abraham that his posterity would have canon as an everlasting possession. Ezekiel 37. Having Israel as a nation in its own land is important in light of the end times prophecy because of Israel's prominence. With these signs in mind, we can be wise and discerning in regard to the expectation of the end times. We should not, however, interpret any of these singular events as a clear indication of the soon arrival of the end times. God has given us enough information that we could be prepared, and that is what we are called to be as our hearts cry out. Come, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen to that. So with that said... understand that there are there is a timeline and it doesn't mean Jesus is coming tomorrow okay what we're talking about as far as the end times go is that we are starting to get into those in other words we're coming out of our cocoon we are now starting to become a butterfly into revelations that's what's happening right now that's where we're at so Revelations is a very difficult thing to talk about, and we will get into that in the next episode. We're not going to get so far into that into this episode, but in the next episode, we will. That is very important to understand how revelations are where we are at now. 
a lot of scholars believe that we are in Revelations. Well, while we decided to open up the Bible, I want to talk about what is the Bible, because some people probably don't know what actually is in the Bible. Right. So let's just break that down, okay? So what is the Bible? <clears throat> the Bible is made up of sacred scriptures of Christians and other religions, which combines the Old Testament and the New Testament. Now, the Old Testament is the first part of the Christian Bible, combining 39 books and corresponding approximately to the Hebrew Bible, which also includes the teaching of Moses. And most of the books were originally written in Hebrew, which occurred around 1200 and 100 BC, which include written documents of the law, history, prophecy, and wisdom literature of the ancient people of Israel. Now, the New Testament the second part of the Christian Bible was written originally in Greek in recording the life of teachings of Jesus Christ and his earliest followers, including Matthew, you know, John, and all those followers. And uh, it includes the four Gospels, the Acts of Apostles, 21 documents by St. Paul, like you just mentioned, and others. And also the Book of Revelation, which you just mentioned, which was written by John. Awesome. And we also want to make light that people need to understand that the Bible has been written a trillion times over again. Yes. So by different people, by different companies. So for some instances, maybe some of all of what we thought in the true transcript of the mm -hmm. Bible, all of that may not be there. So there could be things that are missing out of the Bible as well. Exactly. You got to keep in mind, this is written 1200 years ago. I mean, there wasn't any like proper English or anything, and they they were they were foretold for or see, you know, have pictures, you know, sent from God and dreams sent for God to write these prophecies and documents. Right. So you know, so most of it's kind of like written. I mean, what do you say, like a metaphor, maybe? You know? Yeah, exactly. And so now all these scholars were have rewritten, try to make it English, so you can actually like make it more easier to read and understand. Right. And that's very important, especially with nowadays. And I think where we go wrong, too, is with the technology is we got electronic Bibles and everything else now yes. that come in the digital yes. forum. Mm -hmm. And I believe that there's some things that, you know, can be missing as well out of that as well. Yes, um, depending who. Yeah. Depending on who makes that uh, mm -hmm. the app for that. And who uploaded it and stuff. And yeah, like that. When it comes down to the Bible and the belief in the Bible, not everybody's, you know, looking at the Bible the same. Everybody looks at the Bible differently, and everybody gets a different meaning out of the Bible of what they read out of the Bible. But pretty much what the Bible says is pretty much the same. People, most people get the idea of the Bible because we are taught that, of, you know, the actual true meaning of what the Bible is. Yes. Um... The only way it works is if you actually, you know, take heart to the Bible and actually believe into the Bible. So if you don't believe it, then, you know, it may not come to you when you're reading it. Exactly. There, it's you're not. Basically. It's not going to come to you as fast yes. and it may even be very confusing. But most people, when they start reading the Bible, can't put the Bible down. So we're going to talk about the book of Genesis. 
which is also known as the creation of the world. Well, creation of the world is actually the first part of the book of Genesis. Well, you've, I'm sure you heard, you know, if you've ever been to church or gone to like Bible studies, you hear of the seven days and how the world was created, correct? Correct. Well, before creation, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Genesis 1, 1-2. And just so John, people you... know, that's probably just before the Big Bang. <laughs> the Big Bang. Exactly, the Big Bang. Now, day one, light. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from darkness. God called that light day. And the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning the first day genesis 1 3 5 day two and god said let there be a sky in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters thus god made the sky and divided the waters which were under the sky from the waters which were above the sky and it was so and god called the sky heaven so the evening and the morning were the second day. Genesis 1-6-8. Day 3. Earth, sea, vegetation. Then God said, Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the, he called the dry land earth. And the gathering together of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Genesis 1-9-10 Then God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb that yields seed, and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself on the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, the herb that yields seed according to its kind, and the tree that yields fruit whose seed is in itself according to its kind and God saw that it was good so the evening and the morning were the third day Genesis 111-13 day 4 sun, moon, and stars then God said let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night and let them be for, for signs and seasons and for days and years and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth. And it was so. Then God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. God sent them in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it, thought it was good. So the evening and the morning were the fourth day. Genesis 114-19. Day 5. Birds and sea creatures. Then God said, Let the waters abound with an abundance of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth, across the face of the firmament of the heavens. So God created great sea creatures, and every living thing that moves, with which the waters abundant, according to their kind, 
and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw, it, God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters and the seas. Let the birds multiply on the earth. So the evening and the morning were the fifth day. Genesis 120-23. Day 6. Land animals and humans. And God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creatures according to its kind, cattle and creeping thing, and the beast of the earth, each according to its kind. And it was so. And God made the beast of the earth according to its kind, cattle according to its kind, everything that creeps on earth according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the flesh of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. The image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominance over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on earth. And God said, See, I have given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of all the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed. To you it shall be for food. Also, to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and everything that creeps on the earth, in which there is life. I have given every green herb for food. And it was so. And God saw everything that he made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Genesis 124-31. Day 7. They call that the Sabbath day. Thus the heavens and the earth, and all the hosts of them, were finished. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had done. And he rested on the seventh day for all his work, which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. Because in it, he rested from all his work, which God had created and made. Genesis 2.1-3 Now, I believe the Sabbath day is probably what we see today. You know, like um, people go to church on Sunday. You know, they, they call it a Sabbath day. Yes. And I believe back in the day, they didn't want people to work on that day. You know what this I mean? That's true. Yeah. Yes. So that's why that's why nowadays you hear the Sabbath day is pretty much pretty much a Sunday. Okay. So, so next we're going to move on to the Garden of Eden. I'm sure a lot of you have heard the story before. So the Garden of Eden, which takes place during the creation of the world. It is also called the Garden of the Lord, the God of Israel, and Genesis. And in Ezekiel, the Garden of God. According to Genesis 2-4-3-24, God created Adam from the dust of the ground and then planted the Garden of Eden with the Tree of Life and the forbidden Tree of Knowledge of Good and Evil at its center. God gave Adam a task to tend the garden 
and naming the animals within and give him the single command not to eat the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That so part I, there is very important that people need to realize it. what that is right there is key to why we are going through what we're going through today. Yes. So if you don't mind rereading that little piece, I would greatly appreciate that. <laughs> sure. Okay, so God gave Adam a task to tend the garden and naming the animals within and gave him the single command to not eat the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So lacking the helper from his work, Adam was put into a deep sleep while God created a companion. Guess who that is? The Realist Juggernaut. There's a powerful force in realism. Realism. Eve. The two were persons of innocence and lived unshamely without clothes, you know, walking around naked and stuff and as husband and wife. However, an evil serpent, also known as Satan, in the garden tricked Eve, who ate the prohibited fruit and gave some to Adam. With newly open eyes, they recognized their nakedness and dressed in fig leaves and garments. Immediately, God saw their sin and proclaimed their punishments. For the woman to have pain and childbirth and subordination to the man, and for the man being forced to work hard labor and sweat for the rest of his life. God clothed them with animal skins and then cast them out of the paradise garden, posting an angel armed with a sword of fire there to prevent their return. And that's very important because when they when when Eve bit into the apple and whatnot, and then um you know, made Adam bite into the apple, which I shouldn't say made, I should say per, uh, persuaded Adam to bite the apple and to eat off of that tree. Um, the knowledge of good and evil and just knowledge in general is what we get out of that. And when it comes down to the knowledge today, um, you can have so much knowledge that it becomes a problem. And I think that's what is creating and will create eventually our end. It's because of eating off of that tree of knowledge. So with, you know, technology and everything else, when you think about it, we got all these computers. I mean, me and you were... were in total complete different areas and we're sitting here talking to each other mm -hmm. and this each is other. all due to the knowledge <laughs> yep right so let's see i think god's intent was for us to live happily ever after in the garden of eden correct correct so and then we wouldn't have to suffer but we went and did something that we weren't supposed to be doing. And just like we do nowadays here. And now we are sinning all the time. Um, we have, we are just natural sinners, bottom line. Um, 
Uh, somebody could sit there and say, oh, oh, no, I'm not a natural sinner. Oh, yes, you are. <laughs> everybody Because <is. laughs> there is something, I know there's something that everybody does that has, yes. that has sin attached exactly. to it, period. So, and uh, there are a lot of people who don't understand that. And some people who are not even glorified by the fact that, you know, this had truly happened and this is why we suffer. So being the fruit and eating off of that fruit, we didn't get any fruits out of it besides enjoying a life of, um, what do you call it? Free will. Yes. And with free will, you, you got pains. So we'll go with that said there. So. That's why God let us do what we do today because of free will. That's right. Genesis 4. Cain and Abel were the first and second sons of Adam and Eve. While Cain was a farmer, Abel was a skilled shepherd who took care of the family's animals. One day, Cain and Abel made sacrifices to the Lord to worship and thank him. Cain brought some of the produce from the land, while Abel brought the firstborn of his sheep. God showed favor upon Abel's sacrifice because it was an offering that came from the best Abel had to give. Now this made Cain very angry and jealous. So Cain lured his brother Abel into the fields and killed him with a rock. The Lord called to Cain asking what happened and after Cain lies about killing his brother God punishes Cain. While God's harsh punishment on Cain was that he would no longer be able to grow crops on his land. He did promise Cain that no one would kill him. That was pretty much the story of Cain and Abel. And he should have been grateful about that. Yes, it's true. Okay, so let's move on to Noah and the Ark. Genesis 6. The Bible story of Noah's Ark is filled with faith, determination, and promise. Noah was a man who found great favor in God's eyes. The entire population of mankind had become evil and wicked, and God decided to bring a flood to the earth to destroy everyone except Noah and his family. God warned Noah ahead of time. God told Noah to prepare an ark big enough to hold one male and one female from every kind of animal and creature so he can cleanse the earth. When it started raining, Noah brought his Noah brought his wife and his sons and their wives into the ark. It rained for 40 days and 40 nights. After coming to rest on the mountain, Noah sent out a dove and it, and it returned with an olive leaf, signaling that it was safe to go out into the land. God put a rainbow in the sky as a sign of his promise to never again send a flood to destroy the earth. story of Abraham. Now Abraham, he uh, plays an important role in the Christian life and faith. Abraham was the first man chosen by God for a role in the plan of redemption. It was Abraham whom God chose to be the father of many nations, simply because it was his will. God promised Abraham 
that he would be the father of many people. God promised Abraham children. Uh, Genesis 26-4. I will cause your descendants to become as numerous as the stars of the sky. And I will give them all these lands. And through your descendants, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. But when this didn't take place as quickly as Abraham thought it should, he became impatient with God and took matters in his own control. However, he and his wife, Sarah, were apparently past the normal age of having children, which means they're kind of old, you know, they're probably like, what we see today, probably like 40 or 50 years old, you know what I mean? The age was a little bit different back then. But therefore, it would clearly be a miracle of God if they were to have any children. So his wife, Sarah, was unable to have a child. So she told Abraham to sleep with their servant, Hagar, so that they might get a child from the family. A son was born from this family. His name was Ishmael. However, this was not God's plan. God's promise was for the offspring of Abraham and Sarah's family, not Hagar's family. When God told Abraham and Sarah that they would have a child in their old age, they both laughed in disbelief. Soon after they had a son named Isaac, God had a test for Abraham. God told him, take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of the Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering in one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. Which also meant a sacrifice. Abraham took his son up to a mountain, lay him down, and prepared to kill him in obedience to God's command. However, God intervened by stopping Abraham from killing his son and providing a sacrifice in the form of a sheep caught in a nearby bush. While Abraham's faith had been tested, he proved his faith by his obedience to God. Yes, absolutely. Abraham is one of the most blessed people in the Bible. Although scripture is not a comprehensive history of humans, it does, however, Chronicle the relationship of one man and his descendants with the creator of the universe. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, it is a record of how God and his blessed mankind through life, how, you know, he blessed mankind through all of life to, uh, you know, to the next person in, in our timeline. So that's very important. So God has and will bless mankind through the life of the next person in our timeline. That's saying something. Truthfully, it does. Yes, it um, does. Yeah. The Apostle Paul not only confirms that the world is blessed through Abraham's faithful life, but also that everyone who has faith in God is considered one of his spiritual sons and the heir of the promise, promises. And that is in Galatians 3, 7, dash 9. Romans 4, 16. What do you think about that? <laughs> Interesting. So, you know, with this adventure that we are on in life, we're not promised everything. And, you know, God does know our sacrifices. He knows what we have to go through on a daily basis to live mm -hmm. on this planet. And whether or not 
you know you see through that or feel it feel it even you know what i mean um we take all that for granted and uh we try to make sense of it sometimes but you know for the most part we all take it for granted So, and that's just, you know, just a little reminder of how forgiving God can be in so many ways. But we are, we are definitely heading in a time in our life where we are starting to see things come to light of revelations. There are a lot of prophecies that have been made that uh, have came to light throughout mm -hmm. all these years and a lot of prophecies that actually have came true and there's no denying it. Yes. So this is with everything we're going to talk about as an absolute proof to it. Mm -hmm. So to me, in my opinion, if everybody heard that in the Bible, it states that we are to hear trumpets. Am I correct? Yes, it is. And I believe it's like, there's seven trumpets and there's seven bowls and seven trumpets i believe um i can't remember which which goes first but once we get into that topic we'll definitely go more into it right and but i think i do think but, but, that i think those noises i think are the signs but, of those trumpets but i believe every time there's like there's gonna be an event there's gonna be a trumpet sound so i am gonna play videos from some of these people that have posted that with those sounds mm -hmm. in it because I, I believe that it's you know it has to do with the end times i I, yes. I really strongly believe that me too um a lot of scholars actually really strongly believe that as well mm -hmm. so i mean it's kind of ironic you know during these times you're you're in revelations and that you know a few years ago people are hearing these trumpet-like sounds coming in the sky you know what i'm saying and mm -hmm. then, you know, they're all like, what is that noise? You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, would, it would make me wonder, too. You know what yeah, I mean? We do. Yes. You know, so you sit there and wonder, okay, well, God's warning us that mm -hmm. end times are near. Yes. And that's what I believe that that's what those are. I strongly yes, believe that. And maybe, maybe there is through bigger situations, like situations that we're going to go through um, when something is about to happen. Maybe we will hear, start hearing those as well. Mm -hmm. eventually down the road yeah so you know that's that's what i think and uh you know everybody's got their own thought to it you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. everybody's got their own story especially exactly. the ones who've heard it i have never heard it not me neither so i have no i have no inkling to what it would actually really be like <laughs> in real life to actually hear that yeah. i wish i yeah. could hear that it, it, it yeah. was heard here in new york though but uh, you know, but it's going to be interesting these next few, these next few years because, you know, things are so oddly, mm -hmm. you know, thrown in front of us, and it's like you sit there and you're like, oh my god, I can't believe that just happened. Like, yeah, how did that happen? You know what I mean? Right. Like, and, and then some of these stories, yeah, okay. like you listen to the news and how, you know, just like recently, this this. Uh, guy turned around this neighbor turned around and asked this guy he went over to his house and asked him to you know stop shooting his gun because mm -hmm. his kids were trying to sleep or whatnot or they were trying to sleep this guy got so mad and offended he went over there he blew their freaking heads off oh, 
You know what I mean? With an mm-hmm. AR-15. Now, mind you, that's very wrong. And, you know, yeah, I mean, the left's going to use that as a, you know, a stepping stool to their, you know, agenda. But, you know, it's still, it's in cold blood. It's just out of the blue things like that. And more and more, like, I have a video I'll post, too, with this um, dude. He turns around, he's loading up his gun and whatnot. And this other guy's mm-hmm. sitting down on the curb and he pulls the trigger on the guy. Blows the guy's brains out right there. You know what I mean? It's And then you got the people who's recording this, which really surprises me even more. They're recording this as it's happening, mm-hmm. but not doing anything about it. Why are you recording? Shouldn't you be on the phone with the police or right. whatever? Because it didn't sound like it to me that they were on the phone with the police. So it could have been stopped. But these people were like, you know, just in awe about what he was doing. But they're probably more worried about how many views they'll get, too, you know, by posting it and shit, you know? Right. Like, people are sick like that. Yeah. And, and and a lot of that is just happening more and more and more. The blindfulness is even getting worse. You know what I'm saying? The The deceit. When people talk to you and, and whatnot, you know, they lie right directly to your face mm-hmm. and won't give two shits whether it's the, you know, you think it's the truth or it's not. They'll just lie. They don't care. They don't care if you really know the true story to it or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you know the true story and, uh, and you're listening to their bullshit as they're talking you're just like dude i gotta call this like you're you're lying straight to my face like don't you think i know the true facts to this Mm -hmm. or not you know what i mean like but people are trying to pull people's eyes over like that like like big time nowadays and it's just becoming i mean uh, let's face it it's becoming a fake world Mm -hmm. you know what i mean well i remember you mentioned something earlier about having prophecy that may have come true or maybe it's about to come true I'm talking about the one world government yes did you mention that okay so you know what? i think um that's definitely part of our end times prophecies but i also believe that our next the next thing we're probably going to be doing is our currency i believe we're going to have one world currency too which i think why all this cryptocurrency and all this stuff is developing i think the, i think one day the government is probably going to make everyone use that yes and someday. that is and I think the government's going to actually force everybody to use. Yes, them. exactly. So, and people are like, "Oh, how could they force you to do anything? How did they force you to use dollar bills? Just like they forced you to wear a mask, and you did, right? That's right. Yeah. And and that's that. A lot of people, a lot of people think that it, it, it's not going to happen, but it is. Yeah. The 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 digital dollar, the Fed coin, is active. Look it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, they just need a huge situation to happen for them to be able to implement that and they're making that happen now yes your dollars inflating Mm -hmm. it's we are starting to look like mexico we're getting there you know eventually your dollar bills only going to be worth you know maybe two cents who knows eventually by the time they're done you know (laughs) (laughs) i mean they got us they got us they got us where they want us Mm -hmm. and covid was their stepping stool Let's face the facts of that. COVID was their stepping stool. Yes. Because, like I said before, when I went into Walmart and 
during COVID and they said, oh, we have a coin shortage. The realist juggernaut. There's a powerful force in realism. If I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness, and I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population, but I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree, the. So I'd set about however necessary to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve, do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old, I would teach to pray after me, our Father, which art in Washington. And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect to discipline emotions, just let those run wild. Until before you knew it, you'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing, I'd have judges promoting pornography, Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches, I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who want it until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. What'll you bet? I couldn't get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich. I would caution against extremes in hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun, that what you see on TV is the way to be. And thus I could undress you in public, and I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Paul Harvey. Good day. The Realist Juggernauts. So we have to use debit cards instead. We can't use, we can't use dollar bills. And I'm thinking to myself, um... I don't want to put that on my credit or I do not want to use my debit card. So, but I do got enough cash to cover this. Well, I don't know what to tell you, sir. 
Well, I don't know what to tell you either. Here, you could take this whole cart and put it back. Have a nice day. And I'm not the only one who walked out of that store that day because after I did that, everybody, there is a lot of people that followed behind mm-hmm. me and left their grocery carts there. Mm-hmm. They're like, he's right. He's right. Yep. Because nobody, nobody <laughs> wants to walk into this digital world. And no. it's kind of ironic. A couple days after that, you go back there, their machines are back to working, mm-hmm. you know, using dollar bills and cards. But at nighttime, they made it for cards only. Yeah. And they right. changed that as well, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's fucked up. You know what I mean? And, yes. and believe me, the, the, I do believe that these end times, these times are going to get really tough and rough. And mm-hmm. if you guys think that it's tough now, <laughs> boy, mm. wait for a couple years from now because it's going to be <laughs> way worse than this. Right. Um, you know, it's going be to be prepared. really bad. Mm-hmm. Really, really bad, unfortunately. And I wish... I wish I had a button to sit there and say, stop, stop. But, you know, you got to think, though, it being that the Bible was pre-written over 2,000 years ago. Okay. And if it's true and the story really has got to play out, then this has to play out. Mm -hmm. No matter how long it takes. Yeah. Just a matter of time. And when. So. Yeah. And I do believe that God does give blessings, though. I do believe he might yes. sit there and say, well, maybe this isn't the time to put them through that. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll stretch it out right. a couple more years. But eventually it does have to play out. So, you know, there's got to be a winning side somewhere. And we already know who the winning side is. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Um, and here's one thing, you know, that that I can I can you know people could sit there and, and and gnaw over for a little bit um you know i believe that uh you know when god sent his son here his only son here to die for us um i don't think people get the idea of who his son really was and just like the same ideas when we have kids mm-hmm. okay um when we plant the seed our, our, we have a kid that comes out and you know yeah it comes out in the spitting image of us mm-hmm. between the two people you have it or whoever's within your gene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, but Jesus was different. A lot of people fail to realize that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Jesus was not conceived by an actual two people getting together. Exactly. Just a, a pure woman. That's right. Through his spirit, that's how Jesus was made. Therefore, what people are missing is the fact that Jesus was God in there. Jesus is God. And yes. God in is human Jesus. Form. Does that make in sense? In human form. In human yeah. form. Exactly. exactly. And people, people look at that at a blind eye. And they mm-hmm. look at Jesus as a separate entity. Yes. But he is not a separate entity. No. He bleed just like we did. And he was in pain just like we did. Right, he ate but, like that's that, but that's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking was... about how he was God, yes, himself. I'm saying the that Holy Spirit. I'm saying that he was also both human and God. Exactly. So, which is what people don't understand is God gave Himself. Mm-hmm. Not only His Son gave Himself. So, if the devil thinks that he had already won, he's wrong. So that's the that's the irony behind it all. The devil, the devil don't win in the game. Does he have a chance to change himself? Absolutely. Everybody does. 
God would forgive the devil for his sins as long as he asked for it. So, so you know, we're talking all this religion stuff. I just want to say that, you know, tell everyone that we're not here to convert you. and We're not here to judge you. Right. Matter of fact, I'm, matter of fact, I'm not a preacher. John's not a preacher. That's right. As a matter of fact, I, I don't even go to church. I mean, I did go to church when I was younger and stuff and growing up. But I do believe in God. And I do believe in Jesus. And I think that's what that's what's important. That's what's really important. In fact, yeah. I believe that's what's stated in the Bible as well. So, but with that said, we have to be out of here. We have to get out of here. We got to go. Um, I know y'all got stuff you're probably doing too. Um, so with that said, we will see you guys in the next show. Listen, check out our website at www.therealistjuggernaut.com. That's www.therealistjuggernaut.com. So everybody, enjoy your night. Thank you for listening, and God bless you all. Take care. God bless you all. Take care, guys.